Please join me in Gashou. Namo Amida Wutz, Namo Amida Wutz, Namo Amida Wutz, Namandavs, Namandavs, Namandavs. Good morning, everyone, uh, for the service for the May 24th, 2020. I hope everybody is、uh, finding themselves in good health and doing okay amidst the、uh, coronavirus situation. Today, it's my pleasure to introduce to you、uh, someone who hasn't、uh, spoken at this temple for a long time. Uh, he goes by the name of Reverend Kojo Kakihara, and、uh, Kakihara sensei、uh, moved back、uh, to Hiroshima, Japan, his hometown,、uh, to take over his family temple and、uh, left here.、Uh, he served here at this temple from 2010 to 2017, and,、uh, at which point I took over after him. And so I consider him、uh, my mentor.、Uh, he showed me. Kind of the ins and outs of the temple inner workings, as well as、um, what it is to be a、uh, Kaikyoshi minister. So uh, I, um, uh, I'm greatly fond of him and、uh, I'm very excited that he is here.、Uh, the other day, he gave a、uh, talk for the Northwest District、uh, Ministers, the Gotaien service that we held、uh, we, together.、Uh, and he spoke for mainly his Dharma talk was for children. Uh, but today's Dharma talk is、uh, a little bit geared more towards、uh, the adults. And so、uh, 
I would like to introduce to you Reverend Kojo Kakihara. But before I do that, uh, there is one thing I would like to mention. Uh, every summer in August, we have a softball uh, tournament or a match between Tacoma and Seattle. And this has been a tradition that started many, many, many years ago. Uh, but uh, it didn't start back up until three years ago when uh, Kakehara Sensei and Reverend Kusunoki Sensei started it back up. And, uh, uh, and I kind of took, uh, took over after that uh, to uh, kind of fill in and continue on the tradition, even though I have no idea uh, how to play baseball or am I good at it at all. I just know a few basic rules. But uh, uh, we have been winning every year, or it's been a tie one year, I think, or so. Uh, but... Uh, um, so that's something that I can gloat about, uh, about Tacoma Buddhist Temple winning. Uh, so, uh, Reverend Kakihara, uh, you will be proud to know that our team has been doing very well. And so, without further ado, I would like to now introduce you to Reverend Kakihara. Please join me in Gassho. We are ever Buddha travelers be it country, province, town, or village. There is no place which does not benefit from his virtue. Peace and harmony reign throughout the land. The sun and the moon shine brightly. The wind and rain are timely, and no disaster or disease ever occurs. The land is prosperous, and the people live in peace so there is no need to use soldiers and weapons. People respect virtue, cultivate benevolence, and diligently observe propriety and humility. Namo Amida Buddha, Namo Amida Buddha, Namo Amida Buddha, Namo Good morning, everyone. Thank you very much for being together with us this Sunday morning. Just in case you don't know or you don't remember me, I'm Reverend Kojo Kakihara. I served as the resident minister of Tacoma Buddhist Temple from 2010 to 2017 for seven years before Reverend Miyagi, the present minister. I appreciate this precious opportunity today. More than two years have passed since I left the United States for Onomichi City, Hiroshima, Japan. I succeeded my father as the resident minister of Eishoji, my home Buddhist temple, in 2018. Although there are many differences in customs, members, and so on between temples in the U.S. and Japan. I believe that the duty as a Jodo Shinshu Buddhist minister is the same, that I myself live my life with Nembu's teachings, share the results with people, and convey the wisdom and compassion of Amida Buddha. Being a resident minister here in Japan, when I think of starting, starting something new 
or changing something. I always think of what I experienced in the US and remember my life in the US. When I think back of my life in the US, one of the things that comes in my mind first is about Nikkei, Japanese Americans who immigrated from Japan to the US, built their life and family, and also built and supported Buddhist temples in the US. When I came to the US as a kaikyoshi, an overseas minister, I didn't know much about the history of Nikkei, Japanese Americans, and of Buddhist temples in the US, as we are not taught much about it at schools in Japan. But as I went to museums or listened to different life stories from temple members that they experienced or heard from their parents, I realized that the difficulties that they, Japanese Americans, experienced and had a feeling of more appreciation to their effort and devotion to Buddha Dharma and Buddhist temples. I imagine their lives were more difficult because of the war. War is the most foolish deed of human beings. People fight each other for their own ego, seeking only own benefit and power. However, I don't think our true happy life is realized by attacking and killing each other. Buddhism is about awakening, awakening to the truth about our true self, awakening to the truth of this moment, awakening to the truth about my life and lives of all beings. Our present life, this moment we can share. Everything is not what we can take for granted, but everything is a given gift thanks to others. We just accept and live this given life and this moment fully with appreciation to one another. I introduced in the beginning a passage of the larger sutra of immeasurable life, the most important sutra in our Jodo Shinshu tradition. It says that wherever the Buddha travels, the war will never occur because of the working of the Buddha's teaching. This means that we will never injure each other. If each of us is led by the Buddha Dharma, the land is prosperous and the people live in peace, so there is no need to use soldiers and weapons. How did Shakamuni Buddha 
the historical Buddha view, the existence of lives, and what does he teach us about the lives of all beings. There is a following hymn in the hymns of the Pure Land, written by our founder, Shinran Shonin. When a person realizes the mind of non-discrimination, the attainment is the state of regarding each being as one's only child. This is known other than Buddha nature. We will awaken to it on reaching the land of peace. Another translation of this passage is the state of gaining the true mind of non-discrimination is a loving gaze directed at all sentient beings, like that of a parent who truly loves his or her only child. The mind which loves all living beings as a parent loves an only child, that is Buddha nature. We will awaken to it on reaching the pure land. The Shinran Shonin makes it clear that the Buddha embraces all of us equally as if every one of us is his only child, a precious one, meaning irreplaceable. The mind of the Buddha is revealed in this passage. So what is the mind of non-discrimination? It does not discriminate between love and hatred. That is, the Buddha's mind is beyond love and hatred, because such a state is hard to understand. We can hardly imagine it. But it is indeed the state of Buddha's enlightenment. Therefore, the Buddha is and superior being who opens the world of non-discrimination between love and hatred. We always say things like, everyone is equal, without thinking. It is a really important idea and quite right. But do we really understand its meaning? Namely, have we practiced a way of life that regards all those whom we love or hate as equals in our daily lives? We usually see the world from two aspects, enemy or friend, good or bad, useful or useless, convenient or inconvenient, we tend to, tend to see the world in this black and white way. Without realizing it, we generally look at each person and judge him or her as either a useful one or useless one, a convenient or inconvenient person to me, and so on. And we will treasure 
a useful person, but couldn't care much about a useless one. Also, a useless person can be regarded in two ways. As a person of non-consequence or as a nuisance. So to be more precise, we have three ways of seeing things. When we look around us, we might conclude that we see good people, bad people, and people of no consequence. A good person refers to one who is useful to us, and bad person means one who is an obstruction. And a person of no consequence is one in whom we have no interest. So even if they cry or shout, we won't show much interest. Therefore, we feel upset or sad when we lose a person who was meaningful to me. Even if a person of no importance to us passes away, we wouldn't care much. As for a bad person, we might even wish he would disappear soon. It may sound really cold, but we don't necessarily feel sorrow just because someone has died. In fact, for example, when you hear a news that a leader of international terrorist organization was killed, what would you think? I assume that most of people would accept it positively. Although the death is the same for anyone, we often think of a good or a bad result, depending on how we felt about the person who passed away. I love someone who is important to me. I hate the person who is a nuisance. Of course, what is at the very center of this view is I and me. Feeling of love, hatred, and coldness seem to surge around us as we sit in judgment at the center. It is our selfish way of living. When we truly listen to the Buddha's teachings, we want to try to escape the self-centered way of thinking so we can rid ourselves of our delusional mind. But it is extremely difficult. Whenever we hear it is really bad to have a selfish mind, all of us would nod our heads. But no matter how much we understand intellectually, it is the most difficult effort to escape a selfish way of living. Why? Because we always love ourselves the best. When you look at a picture that we took as a group, who would you look for the first? Unfortunately, not 
beloved husband or wife. But we always look for ourselves first. We want to see our own faces if it appears well in the picture. We continually make judgments using I, you, he, she, or it. It is because we look at others only after first setting ourselves at the center. This selfish way of thinking is set in our minds at birth. Only a mind which doesn't discriminate between hate and love, the state of enlightenment, can defeat the selfish way of thinking. With this mind, we will realize that a good person who is convenient to us, bad person who is inconvenient to us, or a person of no consequence, are all people we have created in our delusion. It is not at all that a hateful person stands in front of us, but rather we who hate the person stands right here. When we realize that our feelings of love and hatred are nothing but products of our delusional mind, the world of seeing all people as irreplaceable, we open in our mind. Such a world is a world of non-discrimination between love and hatred. In other words, the state of enlightenment. Unfortunately, we are foolish beings who cannot throw away this mind of love and hatred until we die. However, in listening to the Buddha Dharma, we can meet the world of truth. Then we truly appreciate that each of us only has a precious life which we were born with, as wished by Amida Buddha. Amida Buddha makes a vow that he will surely lead all living beings to the world of truth without discrimination, as he would his own child. The working which brings this realization is the Nembutsu, Namo Amida Butsu. Shinran Shonin said, the life that cannot see the true value of all lives is a life in vain. Amida Buddha is the great working that always leads us to the way of the truth. We should accept the light of wisdom so that our life will not be lived in vain. Nembutsu Namo Amida Butsu is the calling voice of Amida Buddha. The calling voice makes us realize that the lives of all living beings are embraced with the boundless compassion and illuminated with the light of great wisdom. All lives are precious and equal to our own, just as it is. 
the world which is beyond love and hatred, where we acknowledge one another by placing our hands together in gasho, respecting one another openly. This is a world of enlightenment where nobody can take or waste lives and where all lives shine together equally. Shina Shonin's wish as a nimble person revealed in his letter is May peace and tranquility prevail throughout the world and may the Buddha's teaching spread. I believe that, as for me, the only way to true peace is to reflect upon our true self through Buddha Dharma as we listen to the Nembutsu teaching. Then we have to realize the existence of another as one embraced by Buddha, being led by Shinran Shonin's profound wish that there is no longer a need for soldiers and weapons. The great wisdom of Buddha that makes us awaken to the truth is working on each and every one of us right now here. Awaken to our own foolishness. Awaken to our preciousness of each other. Thank you for today's precious opportunity. Please be safe and be good. Please join me in Gas Show. Namo Amida Buts, Namo Amida Buts, Namo Amida Buts, Namanda Buts, Namanda Buts, Namanda Buts. As the sun shines upon the earth, awakening into growth the seeds that lie dormant in the soil. May the light of wisdom shine into our minds and truly awaken us to our ignorance. By this insight, stir us to strive for a life of deeper understanding and enlightenment.